going out to barbecue. I mean, I just visited my girlfriend's family. How many if, barbecues just have you listen. been to this summer? Just fucking listen. You've been to zero You asked me a question. Oh, my God. You've been to zero Oh, my barbecues. God. This is a debate. This is literally the debate. This is the debate last night. You asked me a question, okay. and I can't answer it. Okay. Okay. So. You are listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. I'm here, as always, with my brother Adam in the reactor. Actually, does not smell bad today, and that is a huge plus. Later in the afternoon, it smells better in your place. What's up, everyone? Hey, I'm can I tell you? Can I tell you? Voice is Adam. Before you talk about, before you talk about yourself, I, I don't know why I haven't told you this yet. Sure. Hey, what? Can you move your trash underneath the sink? There's no snare in my headphones. There's no snare in my headphones now either. There's no. There's no snare. Can you, can you move your trash underneath the sink? I think that's nope. why it smells bad in your nope. place. Nope. Doesn't why fit. don't you do that? Doesn't fit. Doesn't I was thinking fit. about that the other night. No, I just have to take it out. I just haven't taken it out out today or dude, yesterday. Dude, or, dude, 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 or the dude, day before. Dude, come dude, to think of it, dude, dude, take your trash can. Yep. Okay. Tell me. Put it underneath your sink. Okay. It doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. I just told no. You I know. It so fit. get a smaller trash can. I've been meaning to tell you this for like a week, and I'm yep. I just yep. I for some reason remembered it. That would do it. That would do it. That would do it. I get a smaller trash can. Put your shit under the sink. I just haven't taken it out in a couple days. Gripe suggestion. Yeah. Gripe. When your brother tells you to put your large trash can under okay. your sink. I've been thinking about this gripe for a little bit. People who take typewriters and take them to public places in Portland, yeah. Oregon, uh-huh. and they charge $5 per poem. Are you talking about a specific time that this happened? No, to this us? happened again. So this happened to us once when we were in the Rose Garden. There was someone with a typewriter. Yeah, trying to be all like old old hipster, old hipster old trying to be trying to be the king of the hipsters, king and of Portland, charging five dollars for a poem. And then we went to Powell's the other day, the big bookstore here, and there was a uh, lady about our age, bald hair, looked like she was kind of going for the Buddhist kind of a vibe situation. Like she was going for like a beat poet slashed with the Buddhist kind of thing. <laughs> And she was just like, she had her head down. There's a huge line outside of Powell's. She had a typewriter. She said $5 poems. And it was like, who is going to be, you know what? Actually, it's not about her or the other guy in the Rose Garden. My gripe is about the people that go up that to them. That encourage them. And ask them. That it's, encourage it's a them. performative action. Because the line is so big, right? They're, they're, if they're being performative to everyone in line. They're like, I support poetry. Right. I love like, come get come, a, a poem I, by Mr. Yes, Hipster. Yes, like, we need more of these poets. Mr. Hipster we will give you a poem from his typewriter. Poets. Second of all, right, don't charge for the poem. What are you doing, charging $5 per poem? That's, like, that's that's pretty expensive, right? That's like a, a dirty chai. They're basically charging your dirty chai for a poem. But you he's like, I'm a professional if poet. You're a, if you're a Buddhist kind of beat poet, you don't charge for... The, Buddha, not, the if, Buddhist beat poet. Buddhist beat poet. Do you think the Dalai Lama was like, where are my Buddhist beat poets? Like, you know... <laughs> They didn't charge for poems. They were just like, you know, feeling the vibe. They were just writing poetry. They weren't like charging for it. So if you're going to be about that life, that's my thing. If you're going to be all about the life of a beat poet. Of a, hipster, of a hipster beat poet. Then don't charge for the poems. Because then you're kind of, then you're not all about that life. Because that's not all about that life. You should be giving your poetry away for free as a hipster. Like just like, yeah, free. Also, everyone, free, everything so that's free. the gripe. And the second gripe is for the people who actually come up to them and are like, you know what? I want this poem. And I want everyone to see that I want this poem. So one guy went up to her. She was like, what poem do you want? And he was like, he stood there for a second. He looked down on the and ground. He's it, looked like he was in, it looked like he was in deep thought. And he knew everyone was looking at him. So he had to say something good. And he was like, I don't know. Just write it from your heart. 
I was like, okay. I, I love your dramatic pause there. Yeah. Did you like that? Love that you loved your dramatic pause. He said, just write it from your heart. Yeah. Okay. And then someone came and just slapped him. Like, grab your no wiener. One, grab no your one wiener and him. be a man. No one slapped him. Okay. No one said, grab your wiener and be a man. Okay, I did. Digestion. Digestion. You're ripe first. My gripe first? Yeah. How about your digestion first? Uh, it's fire and brimstone. Ladies first. Fire and brimstone. Why is it fire and brimstone? Um, because... I've just been eating a lot of uh, food, techn- technologically advanced food, a lot of fake meats. By fire and brimstone, do you mean the the event, multiple events, or just the there's like one event? There is there has been multiple uh, scale scale four events, level four events in my kaiju in my level bathroom. four kaiju. Yep. How about you? How about your gripe from digestion? Okay, my gripe. You know what my gripe is going to be? What is it, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen? When you get older, mm-hmm. okay. So we went to play pickup soccer today. Okay, we haven't played pickup soccer in a while, so I'm I'm all pumped to go. Okay, get on the field, and we we you know there's there's no way to sugarcoat it. We both played like shit. Yeah, we played like absolute dog shit. Absolutely. There's a dude out there on the field who will remain nameless, but he's a scrub. He's hairy. He's hairy and just like just looks like he's the most unathletic dude you'd ever see in your life. And yeah. he did me like four times. Not only did he do you, he chopped you. He, he chopped me. He did him. me, and it, I honestly put me in a bad mood the rest of the day and maybe the rest of the week. Yeah, I don't know. It, sometimes when I get in like a bad mood like this, it's like it can take a while for me to climb out of it. Is that because it it cuts to the core of your ship of Theseus identity, the baby inside? Yeah, I think it cuts to the core. It's just frustration with myself. Yeah, just unbelievable amounts. It's like I should. It's just like what I'm expecting to happen is not happening. What did you expect to happen? Did I expected expect to just destroy. I expected to just destroy. You expected to do the chop. The I expected to destroy. The and then when, when the dude who's like literally the most unathletic dude in the world gives it to me like four times, I'm just like, what, who am I? Yeah. Well, Ship of Theseus. Who am I anyway? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it makes me feel. Honestly, yeah, to be sad, honest with you. Sad little puppy. It was really, really brutal for me today. Okay. Hey, digestion. Something keeps happening to me, which is really upsetting. Yeah. Um, instead of just going once. Mm-hmm. In the morning, so in the morning, right when I have the coffee, instead of just going at that moment, mm-hmm. what's happening is that I'm going then, and then at about 11 o'clock, I have to go again. Yeah. And it's frustrating because at 11, like, I want to do something else. I want to get this out of the way so I can, like, move on with my life. Okay. Right? And I'm, so I'm having a double event every day. When is it at 11 o'clock and then when? Um, it's, it's right when I have my coffee and then, like, at 11 o'clock. Okay. It sucks because it's it just... You're having a double event. I mean, you know, I'm locked into work. I have to go at, right when I have coffee, which is fine. Yeah. And then, and then it gets to be 11. I'm like, I'm, I now have to take another break from work to go like, you know, deal with this situation. And it's uncomfortable. I have a game for you, Noah. Give it to me. Question for you. So tell me what you remember about these companies and what they have in common. Okay, good. Give it. Okay. Do they get done on the soccer field when they pick up soccer and then they don't know who they are or what their identity is? Number one is Kodak. Okay. Do you want me to say like what kind of company it is? What do you remember about Kodak? Like what did they do? Kodak? Yeah. They're a uh, photography company. Yep. Okay. They had disposable cameras. Definitely. Uh, they probably developed photography. Yep. You got it. You're good. Okay. Check. Radio Shack. Radio Whack? Yeah. What do you remember about Radio Whack? Radio Shack? Yeah. They had just had electronics. Right. They're a small electronics retailer. Yeah. So why did they not make it in Best Buy did? Because they didn't sell computers at Radio Shack, did they? I think that they were just too... They were selling some weird shit in there. 
Were they more niche than Best Buy? They were just they were Best small. Buy. They were so small, the stores. They were small. They were, but they but were. like, why would you go to Radio Shack okay. when you could just go to a Best Buy? They're not. Because, Best Buy is guaranteed okay, to have. I can what tell you why. Need. Because in a city, in yeah. a city, a yep. Radio Shack. There's more Radio Shacks. There's more Radio Shacks. And they're more convenient. Uh, they they actually put they put out one laptop apparently, and the laptop was successful. But they never followed it up. Okay. So all they did was the retail stores. The third one is Blockbuster. Remember Blockbuster? Yeah, yeah. The video video store. Yeah. Video rentals. Remember video rentals? Remember. I remember one was going to move in close to us, and then it just never did because of, because of Netties. Netties showed up on the yeah. scene. Okay, so what is the similarity between those three companies? They're all out of business? They're all out of business, right? Yes. They all win That's bankrupt. I got that one. Okay, so what's the point here, right? Why but, am I sharing this? So, in Oh, a, I know why you're sharing it. Can I guess? So, yeah, sure. You're sharing it because when better things come, we get uh-huh. rid of the old. Uh-huh. Exactly. So in a quote from what I'm going to get to at the end of the podcast, I'm going to bring it back um, from the, this is a real thing. It's called the Alt Protein Conference that happened earlier this month, September 2nd to 3rd. The Alt Protein Conference, legit conference, virtual conference, obviously now. An executive of Tyson Foods said, in quotes, we want to be more like Canon than Kodak. So that's the why they were when he was asked why they were attending. Want to be more like Canon than Kodak. They want to be with change. Yeah, they want to be with the change. They want to be with the new fake meat. Basically, uh, is he referencing the digital camera? Yeah, he is. He's re- oh so what happened, I'm, I'm fucking crushing. It. Do you not see how I'm crushing no, this? What happened to Kodak was that th- my bad. They did never went digital. They just did prints. Right. There's Are you printing. not seeing that? I'm like I. I'm no, you crushed it. it. You crushed it. That's why you said that. So that's the takeaway: is that the meat industry is changing for the better. Because it's becoming meat less. And even so, Tyson Foods, giant, giant company. Mm-hmm. Okay. These giant corporations are getting into the new wave of meatless um, food technology. So the big dogs see it. So, Noah, what's our topic today? I love it. Our topic today is can we eat meth meat ethically or should we eat meat at all? Absolutely. A very heavy topic. Heavy indeed. Heavy, heavy indeed. Oh, yeah. Adam. Mm hmm. Begins that don't suck. Yep. You have 60 seconds to tell us, mm-hmm. to introduce us to this. You yep. ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Ahmed did me on the soccer field. Two million years ago, Ahmed did Noah on the soccer field. And roughly around then, our Neanderthals foraged for grass and fruits until a ferocious predator showed up on the scene. Ahmed, the hairy small man. <laughs> Who did me on the soccer field. No, it was not Ahmed. It was a saber-toothed tiger. So there is ample evidence that we started eating meat by scavenging the kills from at least Three different species of saber-toothed kitty. Using primitive stone tools, not great for hunting, Noah, but really good for carving bone. So this food food turned out to be quite calorie-dense. We're talking about meat, of course, so we've developed a taste for it. Now we crave and we fetishize about it. You just ate a chicken uh, galette, chicken little thing. And almost no meal is considered complete without meat on its plate. So we can't deny that the smiling photos of mama and their son buying meat over the counter at the local grocer involves an actual fuck-ton of suffering on part of the killed animal in our planet. So is meat still ethical to eat at all with all the suffering? Very good. That leads us to our theme. Yeah. Our theme, Adam, yes. is actually suffering. Just blacked out. I don't know why. I just blacked out a little That's bit. That's a dirty chai. Take, take, Please, let me t- get some take, chai. Take, take a huge sip of it. A toast, I'm going to make a toast really quick. A toast to yeah. Ahmed. You may be small, hairy, and unathletic, but, but you're, you're better than us. But you're better. But you're better than us, okay. apparently. And I raise both our glasses. I fucking suck. I quit. I quit soccer. Honestly, maybe I'm just old. I, I should just fucking quit sports. Yeah. 
I'm upset. Okay, hey, our, our theme our theme is suffering. Suffering like me sucking at soccer now, cause I'm cause I'm cause I'm older. Maybe I just always sucked anyway. Yeah. Okay. Theme theme is suffering. All right. Suffering with this because someone has to suffer. We can try and move the suffering away from the animals. Okay. We can try and make less suffering. The goal is to make less suffering in general. Yeah. Definitely. And I was giving away first. The goal is to make less suffering in general, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, and also to move suffering away from the animals. But in order to do that, sometimes you have to adopt a dieting style that will make you suffer a little bit. Oh, good point. And that is why that, the theme is suffering. Yeah. Adam, yeah. the first thing, and I found, I got stuck on this topic actually when we were doing our, our outline. Yeah, tell me um, The first thing I want to touch on is what is a healthy diet? So is it natural to eat meat? And is it even healthy to eat red meat or processed meats? That's what we're going to focus on, right? Yep. Give it. Okay. So the first thing we need to think about is what is meat at all? When we're talking about meat in this podcast, we mean the muscle tissue of an animal that is devoid of vitamin C. So we're not talking about like chicken feet or fish brains, shit that you can get in like Southeast Asia and stuff like that. You know what I mean? We're talking about hunks of meat. Okay. Second, are we specifically talking about processed meat and red meat? Also chicken. We are talking about processed meat, red meat, chicken, Okay, what is processed meat also? Hot dogs, sausages, hot dogs, sausages, salami, stuff like that. Red meat is um red meat is meat that comes from a mammal. Beef, pork, lamb, hamburger. Yes. Beef, pork, la- comes from a mammal. Yeah. Red meat? Yeah. I was like That's the actual I, definition. I read that it. definition, I was like, does that work? And I was like, oh yeah, it does work. So like a manatee, if you ate a manatee, that would be a red manatee meat. It'd probably be green. Okay, that's a better definition than I had. Okay, keep going. Uh yep. And uh we're also talking about chicken. In turkey. Okay. Okay. Poultry. Um, so what if you ate meat as the only thing that you ate in your diet? What would happen then? If you just ate all meat, you would get scurvy. You ever heard of scurvy? Yes. Sailors used to get it. Yay. Scurvy dog. Yes. Sailors used to get it. Okay. Sometimes when I eat too many ham sandwiches, I feel like I'm going to get scurvy. Yep. They got it from a lack of vitamin C that you would normally get from eating plants. So during the mid 16th, 19th century is called the age of sail because there's a lot of sailing around and shit. It was assumed that 50, 50% of sailors would die of scurvy on any given trip, which is crazy. 50%, so half the boat would just die of scurvy because they were eating like such crap. Yeah. Um, scurvy is still present today in, develop, in the developing world, and it usually signifies a lack of fresh fruits and veggies. Some examples of foods high in vitamin C. Do you know of any? Oranges. Oranges, yes. Okay. Any other ones? Dun, 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 dun. Parsley, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and kiwi. Kiwi is like super high for some reason. Do you know that like scurvy and the fresh fruit, like that whole thing was like basically the start of scientific thought in England. Really? Because yeah, because they were doing all the, all these explorations and they were very religious at that time. Yeah. But then it was like, they started to realize that if they like thought like, I know this sounds crazy, but if you if you read Sapiens this is what it says, if they thought logically and took data and then like acted on that and brought fruit instead of just praying about it, they would actually like be able to sail longer. So scurvy and fresh fruit is like the example of like the beginning of, of science, of logical thought. Oh, so the rise of science and the fall of religious kind of thought. Yes, exactly. It's like a big moment. It's a big moment in that. Okay, that is really cool. Yeah. So what would they do? What would they do to prevent scurvy? What would they bring with them? They just realized they didn't, they obviously didn't know why, but they just realized that if they just brought fresh fruit with them, yeah, they would stop the sailors from getting sick. Okay. So I, yeah, speaking of sailors getting sick, I, I feel like I got some sort of scurvy. Remember when I was trying to mass and just eat beef and I would just eat pork. Like I was talking to Debbie about this the other day when we first started dating, I was just eating slabs of pork. 
and I wasn't eating any veggies. Yeah, she liked you better. And then. I got really sick. She liked you better because you're bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Women just want a, a dude that is large. Belly's okay. Belly's I feel okay. like. But Belly's like, okay. want, the dudes they don't want be large. you to be healthy. They don't want you to be healthy. They want you to be large. They just want large. Largeness okay. of belly, largeness of face. Um, another meat that is not red meat is chicken. So what's wrong with chicken? Is chicken healthy? The high fat content associated with high cholesterol and cardiovascular disease, maybe. But chicken is relatively healthy, it seems, from all the research I was doing. I couldn't find anything that said that it was not really. From what I, from, from what I see is that like on, on a graph of basically like health and environmental impact mm-hmm. as well, there's like four quadrants. Yeah. Right? Um, meat, uh, red, red meat would be in the top right, which has a high environmental impact and a high bad health. Yeah. Okay. And then chicken would be like towards the, it has a, it's still in that same quadrant. It's just down a lot. Yeah. And that was a long way to say a short point. Yeah. Exactly I, I, what you I don't agree. want to do. Chicken is not as bad as red meat or processed not meat. Not as bad. Seems, for sure. So, okay. So let's get to red meat. The bad one. So eating, the bad boy. eating over a hundred grams of meat a day, the average American eats 136 grams according to the Meat Institute in the 2013 study called Red Meat and Processed Meat Consumption and All-Cause Mortality by Dr. Larson and Orsini, eating over 100 grams of red meat a day, which is, is like the barometer, increases diabetes, strokes, and cancer by around 15% each. Right, okay. every 100 grams. Every 50 grams you add on top of that increases the percentage 15% more. But if you, if you eat 100 grams or more a day, then yeah, you are at risk of cancer, high risk of cancer. And just so people know, 100 grams... Mm-hmm. Also, three and a half ounces yeah. is uh, basically a deck of cards of meat. A lot of weed also. A lot of weed. Yeah. Okay. But it's, but, but it's a deck of card of, of meat. It's a deck of cards? So like if, if you look at a deck of cards and replace it with meat, that is 100 grams of meat. Just so people can contextualize what 100 grams is. Yeah. A, a deck of cards is 100 grams? Yes. Okay. So not, not very much meat, right? Not very much meat. Not very much at all. So do you know how much the average American eats per week? I we talked about this. I tried to find this. I it's couldn't find it. Sixteen hundred grams. Sixteen hundred grams. So they definitely eat more than a hundred grams of red meat a day. If you have a meaty diet, if you're eating meat every day and you're like the average person, then yeah, you probably eat more than hundred grams of meat a day. They eat six. See, sixteen hundred is how much? How many a day? Yeah. How much meat is that a day? Divided by seven. Do yeah. it off the top of your head. Boom! 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 Uh, boom. Was that like two? Two hundred? Three? Two hundred? Yeah. Two hundred. So. As we get to later in the section, I just, I just, I just want to jump in. The the diet that I'm gonna rec- that I found that was like really good for the world, yep. basically, mm-hmm. to, to support 10 billion people. It says that red meat you will be eating 14 grams a day. Oh, that's the one that's good for the world. Yes, because there's a lot less than 100. So 14 versus 200. Okay, so red meat not super healthy for you. Can increase diabetes. Can increase cancer. Let's get to processed meat, which we've yes. been ta- hinting at a little bit. Is the bad boy, the bad guy. Okay, here's the red meat. We really get in trouble here. Who doesn't like having a hot dog at a baseball game? Everyone likes it. Fucking love it. Everyone fucking likes it. It's American. I've, it's so American. It's American. You have to have a dog at the game. Hot dog at a basketball game, not as American. Hot dog at baseball doesn't game. Doesn't taste the same. Doesn't taste the same. Hot ballpark, dog at a basketball game is not the ballpark, same. Ballpark hot dog. Okay, it's the best. Would you agree it's the best? It's the best. It doesn't the taste the same at a basketball best. game. You, would you go to a soccer game and have a hot dog? It'd feel weird. I have. 
It's weird. It's not the same. It's weird. It's not the same. You, you the don't ball. get to see. There's no take me out to the ball. There's game. no take me out to the ball. There's too mark. much action happening on the field for me. I know. I, I need it to be like in it. it base, baseball's about. It's really about just hanging out outside. Yeah, yeah. It's not really about watching the game. No, not really. It's not just really. about being outside. It's just about being outside, hanging out, like drinking and eating. Processed meat. Okay, so like bacon, ham, salami, sausages, and obviously hot dogs. Why are these things bad? Number one, they damage your DNA. So hot dogs contain nitrates and nitrites that can damage the DNA in our digestive system and lead to cancer. Speaking of cancer, colorectal cancer, cancer, ass cancer, basically. Seems terrible. Ass cancer. Yeah. Upon reviewing 800 studies over the years, the World Health Organization, ever heard of it, concluded that processed meat is highly linked to colorectal ass cancer. After reviewing Fuck. 800 studies. Yeah. Can I tell meat. you wh- why this freaked me out? I actually, I didn't, I, I'm, maybe I'm just an idiot, but I, I didn't know any of this. Bacon, ham, salami, sausages, hot dogs. Yeah. Possibly. I didn't know any of this. So you know, what is my sandwich? What is the sandwich that I make myself? It is, it's, it's a, a ham sandwich, isn't it? It's a ham, it's a ham and salami sandwich. Yeah. It's basically the worst sandwich to have. Yeah. Or you're going to get ass cancer. The devil's own sandwich. And I've been eating it for years. It's an ass, it's an ass cancer sandwich. So I didn't realize right that. So that's, that, that's got to go. That yeah. The ass cancer sandwich has to go. Yeah. That's terrible. You got to get rid of that ham sandwich. Sorry, people that get asked. And you just, honestly, I told you that this might be the last chicken that you ever eat. This lunch that you just had an hour ago after this episode. Oh, no, I know, I know what I'm doing after this episode. Just, just wait for it. What is it? I'm waiting for Abu. What Kamana. are you doing? Wait for Abu. Kamana. You're gonna go find You'll Ahmed. Find it. You're gonna find out where Ahmed lives. I, 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 well, I'm gonna quit soccer first of all. I'm gonna quit sports because yep. my pride, my pride, I'm leave my pride in the field. Yep. And then I'll tell you in Abu Kamano. Cancer risk. Okay, so speaking of ass cancer, when it comes to cancer, there. Oh man, this is just insane. Um, the same paper says that they put processed meat on the same level as plutonium. Remember plutonium from nuclear? It is absolutely the material used for nuclear weapons, asbestos, and cigarette smoking. So that's how bad. What? Yeah, that's how bad processed meat is. It's on the same level as asbestos, plutonium, and cigarettes. As being that's, bad for you. Yeah, this makes me feel awful again because I eat. A ham sandwich every yeah, it lunch. It's supposed to. You're, you're going to feel a lot more awful. I didn't know, but yeah. Okay, one thing that I didn't that I learned. Kind of yeah. se- se- new segment. What what Noah what what I learned. Noah's Noah's an ass just, monkey. I just didn't know that it was so bad for you. Ashley, my my girlfriend has mentioned it. My has mentioned it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that it was like we're not don't even eat it. we're not even at the stuff that's going to make you literally die. I know. Sadness. I know. We're not. We're not even there. And that's why I have a lot to say. in Opal Kimono. Okay. Adam, good. Lot okay. to say. Okay, so yes, once again, chicken, not that bad for you. Red meat, a little bad for you if you eat a bunch of it, which we kind of do. If you eat more than a deck of cards. Processed meat, it's really bad for you. So in the same paper published by Larson and Orsini that I mentioned before, they conclude that a regular diet of processed meat, it increases diabetes by 51% and heart disease by 42%. So it makes me think of like, you remember Tiger King? Yes. When he's just wheeling in all the processed meat. Yeah. That's like overdue in that truck. Yeah. Like how bad that is to eat that. Oh, it's just brutal. You know, can you imagine eating that stuff every day? Woo. You're way more at risk for diabetes and heart disease. Hello, so, you cats and kittens. Hello, you cats and kittens. <laughs> so that brings me to the last part of, is it healthy to eat meat? And that is what is the right amount of meat to eat? Okay. The National Health Service suggests that cutting down to meat to 500 grams a week is relatively healthy. While the average American, once again, eats 1,600 grams a week. So basically, eating meat like once or twice a week is okay. Should be okay. Red or you know, processed or total? Just total. Total package. How many grams total? 
Uh, 500 total. You can eat 500 grams of meat total? Yes. It's about five servings of meat. Yeah. So ba- it's basically once or twice a week. Well, because like, of the amount that you usually have. Right, right. It's not like a, a, a psycho. I mean, think about how much do you, you think that you don't eat that much meat, but how no, much no, do no, you No, 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 no. I do. Ashley doesn't think we eat a lot of meat. I know that I eat a lot of meat because I don't eat gluten or dairy. And so in order to get sustenance, I eat a ton of meat. How much do you think you eat every week? I have a ham salami sandwich basically every lunch. Yeah. Every, most meals I have, we started to go more vegetarian for meals. Yeah. So we're starting to try and cut down, but mm-hmm. I eat a ton. I wouldn't know exactly, to be honest. Do you think you eat it every meal? Do you think, sorry, Almost. do you think you eat it every day? Yes. You definitely eat meat every day. For sure. Okay. So yeah. I'm over that. You're a bad little kitty. I'm a bad little kitty. Okay. Noah, do you have anything to add about healthy meat eating? I'm scared for me and my ham sandwiches. Um, So I want, I want to add that this has been debated Okay, the, the, the red meat and processed meat li- being linked to cardiovascular health. Um, there's been stuff out there, especially this one article by the Annals of Internal Medicine. Yeah. Okay, they conducted five systematic reviews. At, um, it was a meta study. So they studied a bunch of studies and, and put out a claim that red meat and processed meat did not link back to cardiovascular health. This study has since been vehemently 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 whatever it's been it's it's been very very opposed yeah by actual scientists Mm -hmm. okay so when you see stuff out there that says like there's like this pseudoscience out there that says that red meat processed meat does not link back to cardiovascular health yeah um the scientists basically say that it does and the reason that in the annals of internal medicine are saying that it, <laughs> do you like going into the annals today? This is what it's called. The, the how many, annals, how many annals cancer. did you go into? Ask cancer. It's terrible. <laughs> I honestly feel fucking horrible for someone that has that, but I'm just saying ask cancer annals of internal medicine. Yeah. The reason that they're saying it doesn't link back is because they're saying that the studies that other scientists do are observational. Okay. What does that mean? Good question. Okay. That means that the study, like because for these studies, you have to look at what someone eats for years. Yeah. So basically you, in order to do a non-observational study, yeah. you would have to you would have to tell a volunteer who's volunteer for the study exactly what to eat for years of their life. Yeah. And no one would ever <laughs> fucking do that. Right. Right. So there's basically no way to do studies like this non-observationally. So what they're saying is that because these studies are conducted observationally, the mm-hmm. only way to prop to actually conduct a study like this that we should discount them. And that red meat and processed meat doesn't actually link back. It's 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 bullshit. Okay. No, I I get the point. Fair enough. Good point. Um, Adam. Yeah. Talk to me. Bring us, bring us to is eating meat ethical? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bring us bring us to the big daddy. Yeah. Here we go. Are you ready for this one? This is gonna be intense. Not only is this gonna be intense, this might shake you to your very baby inside core. Ship with I'm, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be shaken. I ship. I already ship with Theseus a little bit from 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 researching this. Yeah. Because okay. So. Is meat healthy, right? You know, it's not really healthy. Now, I mean, chicken and fish are to, the most healthy. To wrap to wrap that up, red meat and processed meat is not healthy. It's not healthy. And you know what? It's fine. But this section is really fucked up. Is meat ethical? That's the real question we're getting in here. Yes. Yeah, I like your conclusion. What what I found from researching online, yeah. that, that although it is, it is debated and we do not know exactly the percentage link to mm. cardiovascular health from red meat or processed meat, there is a consensus of scientists mm. that it, there is a link. BT Dubs, by the way, in the Alt Protein Conference, the big, big protein or bi- big meat, basically, you know, 
They refer to themselves now as protein companies. They are not meat companies. They're protein companies. Wow. Yeah. Change that branding. Wow. Blue magic, right? Blue magic. You know what you're getting. I'm getting good shit. Good shit. Not blue dog shit. Not Don't blue change dog the name. Shit. What right? movie is that from? What movie is that from, people? It's listeners. Listeners. Okay. You just gave them the answer. Sorry about that. Good one. Easy to meet ethical. Hold on to your britches. You holding on your britches? Okay. First, let's give a toast. To Ahmed, the small Middle Eastern man who did you. Who shit on me on the soccer field. Okay, let's have a toast. And it honestly ended my career. Oh, God. I'm Sorry, people have to listen to us slurp, but I just need, I need some caffeine. It's five o'clock. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Oh, my God, it is. First thing we need to talk about with eating meat ethical is climate change. So we're going to talk about climate change, and then we're going to get to the animal suffering. I debated which one to do first with you, and I think that the animal suffering is just a little more intense. So we're going like to start. This. So you're kind of, just to let the audience know, you're kind of talking to me because I'm a meat eater. Yeah. You are a veggie. You're a carnivore. It's known as a carnivore. Known as a carnivore in your, in your land. You're a recent vegetarian. Right. Carnivore. Very inefficient, right. inefficient way. Destroys the planet. Okay. To get yeah. Your but protein. you're kind of trying to guilt me into becoming like you. I'm not guilting you. I'm a scientist. And I, I literally no, display I, the facts. I know. I'm just, I'm just playing the facts. On to the, average. To listeners, the listeners we love. On average worldwide. Okay. We eat a hundred grams per person per day. So we've turned the earth basically into a giant slaughterhouse. As the meat industry is really a giant black hole of just consumption of resources in a horrible way. So speaking of that consumption, let's start with land. According to a study on foods, environmental impact in science, this journal is literally just called science. So someone took the name of the journal of science. This is just the science journal in 2018. This number is appalling. 80% of the world's available agricultural land is used for pasture and fodder crops like corn and soy. So what does that mean? 80% of the world's available agricultural land is used for livestock and the shit we need to feed li- livestock. Right. And, and, and why, is ag- why is agriculture, why is that bad in itself, that land use? Deforestation. Yeah, it's 80 fucking percent of the agricultural land. It's unbefucking leavable. That's so much land. So as hard as it is to believe that there's that much, the same paper in the Journal of Science 2018 says that 26% of Earth's total land area is responsible for raising livestock. 26% of the total land area on Earth is responsible for raising livestock. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. 26%. Yes. The total land area of Earth so is when, just When is you think about livestock. that, the deforestation of the Amazon makes a little more sense about why it's happening. For so, sure. Cow ranching, livestock raising, uses an absolute, approximately a fuck ton of space. Not just one fuck ton, but like 100 fuck tons of space. Like the most fuck tons. The most fuck The highest of fuck ton of anything. 26% of the earth's total land area used to raise cattle, right? One in every four acres is, okay. u- is used. So let's talk about water. Meat and dairy account for 27%. This is the same paper in the Journal of Science. Meat and dairy account for 27% of earth's global water, fresh water consumption. Global water, fresh water. Global fresh water consumption. 27%. Okay, so that's the cows drinking the water. Okay, so we have 26% of all available land. Yep. 27% of, fre- of fresh water consumption? Yes. So with that much consumption of resources, you would think that we would have this... It would be just like, okay, well, maybe meat is just super efficient, right? It's using 26% of the Earth's total land area, but that's okay because we're getting so many nutrients from meat that everything's fine, right? So wrong. Meat is wildly inefficient. Like I was saying before, it's a black hole of resources. From the environmental resource letters in 2016... Cows only convert 3%, 3%, 1, 2, 3, of protein and calories we feed them into beef. 
So when we feed them the soy and the corn, they only they only convert 3% of that soy and corn into usable beef for us. So 97% of those resources get wasted. It's just entropy. It gets lost. The, ener- the energy from those gets lost. It doesn't transfer to the beef, which doesn't transfer to the calories for you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 3%. So, 3%. 3%. Yeah. So what that means is that 2.2 pounds of meat is 55 pounds of grain. So for every two pounds of meat, you have 55 pounds of grain and you have 15,000 liters of water that went into making that two pounds of grain. So to put that water fact into perspective, a two liter of soda, you know what two liter is, right? Yeah. You have a two liter? Is it 42 liters? I don't, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. I think it might be one liter, but like a, uh, just like a Sprite, a big ass Sprite. They're pretty big, two liters. Would right. you say? Right. Okay. It's a large thing. So 7,500 of those you need to produce two pounds of meat. You need 7,500 of those two liters filled with water to produce two pounds of meat. Really? And 55 pounds of grain. Yes, because they only take, they only convert 3% of the resources that we give that, them. That's insane. Because it, how does it even economically work to it doesn't, get meat That's then? the thing. It doesn't economically work. It doesn't work for the environment at all. Well, not for the environment, even just even economics. Oh, it, oh okay. How does the economic work? Yes. Because there's, we treat the animals so terribly that you can turn a profit. Basically. Even though we're giving them all this meat and stuff? Yeah. So you, yeah, that's why you have to treat the animals. That's, that's basically where the, the hit comes in is how they treat the animals. Aren't, isn't it terrible for the workers too? I'm sure. I, shit, didn't, I didn't research that. Yeah, there's shit like that. Did you? I did not. You got us. You piece us. of shit, honestly. Us. Okay. Us. So w- second of all, we don't use that much of that meat. Animal products only make up 18% of the calories that humans eat. So you would think that with 26% of the Earth's total land area, we would use a lot more meat. But no, we, it only makes up 18% of our diet meat because it's not very calorie efficient. Okay? Do you have anything? That's wild. I, the two-liter thing, two thing is crazy. That It's 7,500 two-liters. 7,500 two-liters. So if you go down and get a two-liter... Yep. 7,500 of those just to make the water yep. for two pounds of meat. Yeah. So it's it's unbelievably inefficient. Unbelievably inefficient. It's like this funnel we have going down into the into the beef. Exactly. And we're pouring it in the funnel and, the, and, and we're losing everything. Right. So from the okay. same study mentioned above, if we just ate the stuff that we fed to livestock, like we just fed them the grains and the soy and the water, we could support 3.5 billion more people. If we just poured that, in the if crops. we just no, if we just ate the crops that we feed the cows, oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, not to mention we're talking about climate change, so let's talk about greenhouse gases. The same paper again, the Journal of Science, fifteen percent. What a great paper this one was. This one's a banger. I also this found a paper of papers. Fifteen percent of all greenhouse gas emissions caused by humans are created by the meat industry. How much is fifteen percent now? That's as much as all the ships, planes, trucks, and cars combined. So great stat. Yeah. It's amazing. You're doing unbelievable. No, I know. I have to carry this one. I'm sucking like I sucked in soccer today. So where if you ask like just for just for shits and gigs, where the other greenhouse gases are coming from, they're mainly coming from burning fossil fuels, which is coal and natural gas. We can talk about that in a different episode. Okay. Everything that you travel by put together. Ships, planes, trucks, and cars combined. It's more, there's more greenhouse gases produced by the meat industry than all of those. Yeah. To, to add to add to that? Sure. 
to add to that, this is a super, super sad statistic that I found. Yeah. Okay. And this was by the the eat. Not sad enough for you not to eat meat though. No, no, no. I haven't gotten, have I gotten Opal Capone yet? I haven't even gotten there. You're kind of like, it's like with you, it's kind of like a Trump supporter. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter how bad meat is. You just, you like it. You'll you'll eat it. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. A little partisan there. Making connections. Whoa. Um... Well, I, w- I want to talk. I, I'm, I'm going to jump to a paradox, the the meat paradox. Yeah, meat paradox. Okay, the the meat paradox, and and Michael Pollan says this. Sure. The, the author of Omnivore's Dilemma, mm-hmm. that basically it's like if you you know something is wrong, right? You know, you it's either you have to change your diet, yeah, which blows, yeah, or or you just live with guilt, basically knowing that something is wrong. Oh, okay. So so what so uh, statistics by statistics, they say that seventy five percent of of people when they're asked why like the, how they can rationally eat meat, they say that because the meat is raised ethically. Seventy five percent. Seventy five percent say, "Oh, my meat is raised ethically." Because if you actually internalize it, you have to change your diet. Then, oh, so they're just rationalizing it to themselves, right? And this is the par- The meat is a paradox. Eating eating meat now is a paradox, right? Right. Okay. The 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 but, par- but it, I it's not hard. I I like not eating meat now. It's not a paradox for me. You definitely miss it. Hmm? No, that's why it's that's why it's the paradox. Sorry. This this is why it's the paradox. Oh, I see. Just listen. To, this is why this this is why it's the paradox. Yeah. Tell me. Okay. If you eat meat. Yeah. Okay. You're. I mean, it's nicer to eat right than just eating veggies. Like just like by aesthetically. Yeah. Right. It's just nicer to eat. Right. Mm-hmm. But you live with this guilt that you can't get rid of, that you know you're contributing to suffering. Mm-hmm. If you do not eat meat, you will live with wanting to eat meat because it kind of sucks not eating any meat. Yeah. Okay? So yeah. that is the paradox of meat. That's where we're at with meat. Okay. And so 75% of people will just say that my meat is raised ethically and therefore I can eat it. Yes. Do they actually believe that or is that just what they say? Being, being hungry is such a, is such a strong thing. Okay. There's no way that I can't just make you rationalize your eating of meat. Yeah, but we live in the modern world, and we live in the first world here where we don't need to, we can choose not to eat meat over here. Right? Right or wrong? Yes, that's right. Okay, do you have anything else to add about climate change? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. So by, by the Eat Lancet Commission, okay, EAT Lancet Commission, which is a commission by uh, 37 different countries. It's like the, the top think tank for how we're going to feed the world in 2050. Mm-hmm. Okay. In 2050, we're going to have 10 billion people. Okay. So the problem is how are we going to fit, how are we going to feed 10 billion people without hurting the environment and keeping everyone alive and, you know, getting rid of red meat basically. Okay. Okay. They said that if we don't do anything by 2050, by conservative estimates, Adam, mm-hmm. we're going to lose 10,000% more biodiversity of creatures than we, that we've already lost. 10,000%. 10,000%. Okay, so... Which is crazy. I, I, I looked at it over and over again. It says 10,000%. So, so it says. That's what they say. So a thousand... Top think tank. A thousand times what we have now? Yes. That's horrible. Cre- it's horrible. Wait, why... Okay, tie that back into meat. Is it because of deforestation? They're, yeah, they're specifically talking about, about the meat industry. And deforestation. And deforestation. The deforestation by 2050 will be so bad... 
we will lose a thousand times as many species as we've, as we've already lost now. My bad. Which sounds crazy. Not it just, honestly sounds crazy. Not just deforestation. It's just that it pollutes more pollutants into the rivers, into the soil. Exactly. Right? The whole connected web. Can yeah. I just say that it's it sounds crazy, 10,000%. Yeah. Yep. But this is the top think tank for how we're going to feed people effectively in 2050. And there's 37 countries involved in it. Okay. So knowing this, you still had a chicken sandwich for lunch. Right? The paradox. Yeah. No. I Do you get, see what I'm saying by the paradox? No, I get that it's a paradox, but you still have to choose a side. So why did you choose the side that you can still eat meat? Wait till I open Komodo. Okay, I will. Okay. Anything else about climate change you want to add? And meat. A, sh oh, a shake it, of the head. It, it, a no, raise of the finger. Let me just say this. Let me yep. say this. In order to follow the Paris Agreement, mm -hmm. okay, which is it, the Paris Agreement basically says that we want to keep global warming to below two degrees Celsius, which is three point three and a half degrees Fahrenheit. Indeed. Okay. We need to reduce the world food consumption of the of the G20 countries. Okay. G20 just means basically the 20 countries that make up 90% of the world's economy. Okay. You can think U.S., Brazil, Argentina, Japan, United, United Kingdom, Madagascar. Not really, but you know. Sri Lanka. Yeah. Okay. So we need, we need to cut red meat by 528%. This is to hit our goal of the Paris Agreement. We need to cut the red meat by 528%. We need to cut poultry eating by 134%, dairy by 45%, and potatoes by 71%. <laughs> Why potatoes? Not sure about potatoes. What, but are we doing, what are we doing papas? Not, not sure. It's in there, though. God damn it. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. We need to cut meat by 500%. Okay. So we're eating way too much meat. We need to cut red meat consumption by 528%. If we're, gonna, if we're going to stay below only raising the... the the temperature by three and a half degrees Fahrenheit by 2050. We got to cut 528% red meat. Okay. So we've hope we hope that we've demonstrated how bad meat is for the climate and the globe in general. So let's move on. And health. And health. And health. So let's move on to the heavy hitter. Okay. Oh, this is this is we're, we're gonna get sad. We've been we've Are been tabling. We've been beating around the bush. We've been beating around Moses's little you bush. You want to do a toast before we get really sad? Yeah. First let's of do all, a toast. guys, let's do a toast. Hold up your coffee. Yeah. Hold it up wherever you are. Yeah. Give it to me. What's the toast? This is a shout out to Michael Larson, our dog from growing shout up. Shout out to our dog. Great there talking you to you, man. There you go. Good Great luck in your wood shop. Good luck. Drink. Ahmed. Shout out to getting older and playing sports. Yep. You're just not as good as you used to be. Meat never will be. Meat comes from actual living beings, Noah. Did you know that? Because you act like it does. they don't. You act like the meats don't come from actual living beings, but they do. Right. That's because there's a disconnect from me and the killing of the animal, Adam. Yep. Absolutely. So we kill. Many things. Yep. Before I go, yeah. this is your hand. Sorry. Um, I always feel like I always feel like um, I want to go hunting really bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I, I I feel like you need to see an animal if you're gonna eat me. If you're gonna, which I do. Absolutely. Which I do. Yeah. I feel like you need to go kill an animal. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones. Like have so, some responsibility. Right. That's, you know, you should swing the sword. I love it. I love it. What yeah. did Ned Stark say to, to, to his son? To pass, his pass the sentence. You should swing the sword. He who passed the sentence yeah. has to kill the person. Cause it's about, that's what the North is about is having responsibility. Right. You know, very good. I love it. That's a, such a good, such a great connection. Yeah. So I feel like I need to do that for meat eaters should have to do that. And so our friend, like the people I know that hunt. Yeah. So like, like Brendan, for example, yeah, he said, brought friend Brendan. He said it was like, and he grew up with like a hunter family. Yeah, right. Okay, right. he said it's still unbelievably hard to kill the animal. Like it's it's just horrible to put a bullet through a right. deer's head. And I also heard that when I was working in the in Texas in the oil industry, obviously working with like a lot of hunters there. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And they told me too, and they hunted, they've hunted their whole lives. And all of them told me too, that it is extremely tough and very sad every time they kill the animal. Oh, brutal. Yes. And these guys have hunted like their whole life. And they've by, been raised hunting. By the way, hunting is probably the most humane way to kill an animal, which we're about to see. For sure. To eat one. Because at least they got to live in the wild for a little bit. Yes. Okay. We kill about 200 million animals every day. 200 million animals we kill every day. That's 74 billion every year. So just a reminder of how much a billion is because it's hard to conceptualize. It would take 95 years to count to 1 billion. If you were just like, Noah, you need to count to a billion right now. It would take, so you, you die. You die before you'd get to a billion. Just one counting. How many do we kill? We kill 200 million every day, 74 billion every year. US or, war, or world? World. So it would take 7,030 years to count to the amount of animals we kill every year. Every 1.5 years, we kill more animals than people have lived through our entire 200,000 year history of, of humans. Give me one more time. Every 1.5 years, we kill more animals than people have lived through our entire human history. A lot of death. A lot of death? An extremely fuck ton amount of death. Okay? So, oh, that's the killing. Let's talk about the factories. Our meat comes from these factories where they're designed to be as efficient as possible and not to be happy places. They, are, they have no regard for the lifestyle of the animal. So this is kind of, this is a comparison of these factories that I was thinking about, is when, you're, when you are looking for a dog and you're not going to rescue the dog, you're going to get the dog from a breeder, okay? As I did, my sweet, sweet boy. My sweet, I rescue, sweet boy. I rescue your dog because I care more about animals. Absolutely. You are supposed to interview around the different breeders to make sure you're not buying from a puppy mill. So what's a puppy mill? A puppy mill is a place where they're just pumping out the dog. They're making like an industry of the puppies. So they're just pumping out dogs. What Adam did is that he saved his dog from its mother and father yeah. and brother and yeah. sister. Yeah. It's no, so nice. I actually him. support healthy breeding. I support healthy breeding. I went to the pound and got my love dog. Who's, yeah. He's a bad dog. You, no, he's a bad dog. Yeah, he's a bad you dog. He's a rescue. You did a good rescue. thing. Bad dog though. Bad dog. Absolutely I bad support dog. the breeder. I support a good breeder. Absolutely. And guess what? Your dog's better behaved. Yeah. He's right? a sweet, sweet boy. Right. My dog is a rescue. He's Mine's got a little street a sweet, in him. He's, sweet, not, he's not a good boy. Yours is a little nippy. Nippy, nippy. Yeah, nip. you know, I'm not going to lie and pretend like he's a good boy. So, okay, the comparison I was making was that once you commercialize something or you make something into an industry, the incentive to treat the product well lowers. So in many industries, right, you're like a, a bubble wrap industry. Who fucking cares how you treat the bubble wrap, right? Because of the economics. Yeah, because of the economics. Well, unfortunately, in... The meat industry, you, their product is animals. So they're the ones that end up getting treated terribly. So in this example, puppy mills, the product is puppies. So they end up like living in crates with like a hundred other of their siblings or sleeping outside or it, it becomes humane. That's why you want to buy a puppy from a hobby breeder that doesn't have many, um, doesn't have many litters. Okay. It's not trying to make it into an industry because if you make it into an industry, the animal suffers. Okay. Okay. You on board with that metaphor? I'm on board with the puppy mill metaphor, yes. Okay, Ahmed chopped you. Just you remember that. that when, I got, when you think that about I got my metaphors. Today? Yeah. Cruel conditions think that we're talking about. about. Pigs are raised in sheds that never see the sun, Noah. <clears throat> Sows give birth to one group of piglets after another. And meanwhile, they can't even like turn around in their cells if you look at videos of this. I, I actually saw, I saw pictures of this. Yeah. I saw, I saw pictures of this. So you can imagine a never-ending hallway. Yeah. Harry Potter, in when, he, when he's getting the prophecies, never-ending hallway. Right with with a lot of cages on each, cages on each side, they're so full of pigs. 
The pigs are sitting in their own feces, basically, and they can't turn. Yeah. And that's how they spend their entire life. That's how they spend their entire life. Suffering. Right? Not to mention dairy cows are forced to breed. You know what? I have a thing, a gripe. I do this too. When I say not to mention, and then I just mention what I was just not going to mention. Not to mention. Right? Not to mention, and then you say something. That's a... Conversation it's, a it's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing that people do. Yeah. Dairy cows are forced to breed all the time, so they lactate and are separated from their child at birth, which is the dairy industry, which is brutal. Okay. Cows are put in feedlots, and then they're in like a combined pen where they can't roam around and they can't move, so they put on weight really quickly. They are fed these like these very heavy amounts of antibiotics so they don't get diseased when they're living so close together. It's like if you look at the feedlots, their heads just come out of the cages, and they're all like eating out of the same trough, and they can't move around at all their own entire lives. Okay, chickens. You think cows have it bad? Chickens in farms. They are kept in such large numbers, humongous numbers of chickens squawking together. They can't form these like chicken social groups like they do in nature. So they end up attacking each other. So to prevent this, uh, what the ranchers do is they cut their teeth and claws and feed them like paste. They cut their beaks and their claws off. Noah, male baby chickens. Chicken, you just ate it for lunch. Male baby chickens. Once they're born. They're usually gassed and shredded within minutes because we can't eat them. What are we going to do with a male chicken? And they can't have eggs. Several million baby chickens are killed each year. Remember we raised chickens. Remember we were growing up, we raised little chickens in an incubator? Yeah. You're yeah. eating one. of them. You're just eating one of those. Like How? you need to conceptualize this. No, I, it's conceptualized. It's conceptualized. How are these animals killed? They're put in a shredder. They like, literally drop them in a shredder. That's fucking horrible. Yeah, that is horrible. Do you know how cows or pigs are killed? Um, slaughtered? No. No, I don't. But I know that their living conditions are terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. I think the, I think the killing... Uh, yeah. Okay, is, or, is organic meat good? You know, you see an organic label, maybe that's okay to eat. So what's the definition of being actually organic? All it means is that organic is without the use of fertilizers or chemicals. So how does this even apply to the meat industry? Does it just mean like it's kind of healthy to be organic? Okay. It's just like fair trade coffee. There's no standard for organic shit. It's the same problem. According to one interpretation right. of organic, you uh, one cow could be running on a, on a beautiful open field. And another one, they might be in a pen with like 10 others in like a tiny pen as big as this recording studio right, right here. And they can put labels on the products like humanely raised. Mm-hmm. When like humanely raised actually means like it's like one of the lowest standards for any kind of like any kind of life standards. Yeah. And then there's like humane welfare, humane welfare program, which maybe you've seen this kind of stuff on meat. Yeah. And that means like humane welfare program might be like the highest amount of humane raising. Mm-hmm. And then humanely raised might be the lowest amount. So it's like extremely vague and you ne- you really don't know what these labels mean. Right. And they're incentivized to put the labels on because the grocery stores can charge more. If you see an organic label, you just price mark that up. It's like two or $3 more. So they can do it to cheat the system. So there's countless scams that have revealed that these, they just like, they take off the label of one regular chicken, they put on organic, they raise the price, you know, they have higher, higher margins. Right. 90% of animals globally, I mean, to say 90% of animals globally and 99% of U.S. farmed animals live on concentrated animal feeding operations. So in the U.S., 99% of the meat comes from these commercial lots with these terrible uh, conditions. Yeah. And this is, this is the dichotomy, not the paradox, the, the dichotomy though is that 75 so US adults 75 75% of US adults think that they eat humane meat whereas and, and really only 1% of meat is coming from 
non-factory farms and debatable whether those not 1% are even humane themselves. Absolutely right. Okay. okay, so like we were saying, hunting is probably the best way to get I feel like a hippogriff. I feel like a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite. Okay. But, you know, it doesn't matter. I could say how I could say literally that meat has like a chickens have killed like our whole family, but you wouldn't care, right? Cuz you've turned a blind eye. Meat could do anything bad. Meat could be the worst thing ever. You don't care. Do you? You're just open kimono. Okay, we'll save it for open kimono. Do you see what I'm doing? I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, a de- I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the debate. Yeah. I'm deflecting. Yeah, you're deflecting. I'm deflecting. I'm just not answering. Never question. play defense. I'm just, just never offense. gonna. I, yeah, never offense. play defense. You look stupid. Yeah, right. There you go. There you go. I've okay. learned. Now, now we're talking about policy. Okay, so one of the problems of the of this like killing, killing, killing of meat is that we don't see how the meat is made. So we can separate ourselves from the actual slicing of the neck, chopping of the heads, the shredding of the baby chickens. No, you said you wouldn't go hunting ever, right? No, I want to go hunting. I do you? Would you shoot a deer? Yes, I really want to go. That's what I just said in the last section. Okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah, wrong, just like right? a debater. You're not listening. Okay. Meat is unsubstantial torture. And just because something is organic, it doesn't give you moral absolution at all. Okay? It can be just as bad. So what do we do? What can we do in this situation? We can eat meat less often. Okay, maybe once or twice a week. We can buy local from farmers that we know that may raise their cattle a little bit better than these giant factories, slaughterhouses. We can eat chicken and pig. So there you go, pork. Because they convert their feed more efficiently to meat. Remember we are talking about how inefficient meat is? Mm-hmm. Chicken and pig convert their feed more efficiently into meat that you can eat, muscle tissue that you Rather can eat. Rather than chow. cow? Yeah. And the best, the, the number one thing you can do is to eat it. I don't know how many times when I used to eat meat, it would just go bad in the fridge because I would just totally space out on the date. You got to just eat that fucking meat when you get it. Because a lot of food, a pound a day per person is thrown out and a lot of it is meat. All right. So you, Noah, do you have anything to add about meat and ethics? Um, I think that with the, with the suffering of animals, um, it's huge to look at pictures. It is. Obviously, we can describe it, but just take up just just look up commercial feedlot, pigs, cows, chicken, whatever, what have you, and you'll see the conditions. Absolutely. Okay. Food technology and the future of food. I'm gonna run with this one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. This is something I'm very excited. It's called the Planetary Health Diet. Okay, I mentioned this nonprofit before, Eat the Eat Lancet Commission. Okay, it brought together 37 leading experts in nutrition, agriculture, ecology, political sciences, environmental sustainability, whole lot of science, Adam, from 16 different countries. The goal is to create a diet that would sustain 10 billion people healthily and not affect the environment. This study is very widely cited as hoping to get people to eat sustainably by 2050. Okay, it's called a flexitarian approach. Ooh, flexitarian. Okay. Right, I'm a flexitarian. Look. Okay. Flexitarian. Flexing right now. I got a big shocker for you. Yep. It's largely composed of vegetables and fruits. Good. Whole grains, Good legumes, Good nuts. flexitarians. Oh, <laughs> and legumes, nuts, and unsaturated oils. Yeah. It, it, it includes high quality meat, dairy, and sugar. That's great. Okay. But in quantities far lower than are consumed in many wealthier societies. The meat. Far lower amount of meat is consumed. Okay. Okay, so it does it does include a very very small amount of meat. This is a diet. This is this diet. is a diet. Okay, again, this is it's heavily cited diet. Okay, so what what can you tell me more a little bit more about it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, vegetables and fruit. I heard of them. How many grams per day do you think? Um, I don't know. 
um, 200 grams. Okay, 550 grams. Yeah, there we go. Now we're fucking talking. 550 grams of vegetables and fruit. Yeah. Okay, so we're about we're at about right now. You you asked we're about 150 grams per day. So mm-hmm. we needed three and a half times more fruit. About half of all the food in the diet will be will will be vegetables and fruit. Okay, whole grains, 230 grams. Dairy. That's, pro- that's not great for us because we're gluten free. <laughs> not 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 great. Just 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 eat more vegetables and fruit. That's okay. fine. Okay, the protein source source from plants such as lentils, peas, nuts, and soy foods, 100 grams per day. Okay? Yeah. Let me tell you this. Pea protein. Pea Uh, protein is good shit. Yeah, just listen, listen, listen. Okay, 100 grams of protein source from plants, it's actually equivalent to the protein from five servings of steak a day. So you you talked about efficiency, right? Yeah. How meat is not really that, it's not efficient at all. No. Okay, the 100 grams of protein source from these plants, it's like you ate five servings of steak a day. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah, I need to do more of that. I need yeah. More peas. And you can think of a hundred grams of like lentils and peas. What does that look like? It's one large plate of lentils, peas, and nuts a day. Okay. So you this just slam that th- that baby back. Okay. This is a diet. So you got vegetables and fruits. Yeah. We got lentils and peas. We got a lot of vegetables and fruits. We got a lot of lentils and peas. Okay. What else? Small quantities of fish, twenty-eight grams per day. Chicken, yeah. twenty-five grams per day, and red meat. Okay. At 14 grams per day. How do you even, what does that even look like? One slice of steak? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Let me contextualize it for you, Adam. Mm-hmm. The red meat that they are suggesting here. Okay. It's about one current serving of red meat a week. So why would you even, why even eat it? If it's going to be that small. It's in the diet. Okay. In the flexitarian diet. I'm reading what the experts have said. I've never heard about this diet. Where did you find this one? The eat It's the EAT Lancet commission. Okay. Okay, and again, it is the think tank for how we're going to get to 2050 sustainably. With the flexitarian diet. Yeah, I got it. It's Yeah, it's the think tank for food to get 2050 sustainably, okay? Okay, this sounds cool. So okay. I, I signed me up for it, even so, though I, I don't need the slice of meat, though. I don't so really again, that. again, you're eating three and a half, most likely you're going to be eating three and a half times more veggies and fruits. You're going to be getting most of your protein from plants, such as lentils, peas, and nuts, Okay. The red meat that you're going to consume, you have one one serving of red meat a week, which is basically a deck of cards of red meat a week. So it would be like a luxury for you. It would be like a big day. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. In this system, the great part about the system is the actual food system will begin to soak up greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. So instead, so the big thing about food and why it's such a changer for greenhouse gas is that we can change it from instead of emitting greenhouse gas, you can actually change it to a system that sucks up greenhouse gas and negative. How so? Um, good question. With all the with all the farms, with all the plants, the specific kind of plants that we make this kind of food, they are very good at taking in the carbon and, and making it oxygen. Yeah, aka photosynthesis. AKA photosynthesis. Okay. AKA what I do sitting by myself in the soccer field when I don't know what to do. Photosynthesize. Photosynthesize by myself. Yeah. What other food techs do you have? That's what I have. Okay. Plantar diet. I got a bunch. Yeah. Talk to me about... I'm really into peas. Peas are sick. Give it to me. Okay. Plant protein. So specific companies, number one is Beyond Meat. They've been in the game for a long time. Um, Bill Gates was an early investor. He's a, he's a, if Bill Gates has touched it, it's a good good sign that you should kind of be involved in it. He's He's got his uh, finger on the pulse these days, Bill Gates. So just today, they announced that they're moving to Walmart and their stock, their public company, they went up by 10%, which is great. So this stuff is kind of taking off. It's kind of exploding a little bit. We're talking about a burger made of peas, mung beans. You know what a mung bean is? It's like that white bean. It's a little crunchy. No. Fava beans and brown rice. 
Uh, the fats are used from cocoa butter, coconut oil, and canola oil. Beyond Burger, you're saying? Yeah, Beyond Burger. Have you tried this? Uh, yes, it's del it's amazing. Why don't you have more of this since you're a veggie? I, I need I need to because my, my kitchen management, I've been slacking on my kitchen management a little bit because I've been trying to get this podcast to be super awesome. So you've been slacking on kitchen management? Yeah, my kitchen management's been slacking. I'm trying to get my succulent garden going, you know? I got my, my dog. I care for my dog, right? You want to eat your dog, right? It's a different relationship. It's a lot more love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give you rescue dog. your dog from its own family. I actually rescue I my dog from the streets. You know, it's different. We're different. It's different okay. morality between us. So compared to a regular quarter pound beef burger, the Beyond Meat Burger uses 99% less water, 93% less land, and 90% less greenhouse gases. And that is a study done by an independent source by the University of Michigan Center for Sustainable Systems. So... It's amazing. It's way more efficient. It tastes great. I've had it. And the the red meat look, it has the look of red meat because it comes from beet juice, which I thought was genius. How expensive? Genius. How, is it expensive? Um, yeah. Yeah. The stuff is expensive. For, for sure. sure. For sure it's expensive. For sure. Okay. Wait, if I eat a Beyond Burger, how many servings of, of protein do I get? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Not sure. Uh, can I get it anywhere? Yeah. Is it like widely available? Yeah. 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 It's at Fred Meyers, Kroger, whatever. Okay. That's really cool. Okay, the second one I want to talk about is Impossible Foods. Okay, they, they do something a little bit different. They use something called heme, which is a molecule found in every living plant and animal that makes meat taste like itself. And they have heavily marketed this as being like the core of meat that they have the discovered. Meat. We took the core of we meat. Took the core, and we, we took the kernel and we made in it into this plant. So it's, it's a burger made from basically genetically engineered yeast and soy and potatoes. Um, it uses 75%, same study, University of Michigan said that the Impossible Burger <clears throat> uses 75% less water, generates 87% less greenhouse gases, and requires 95% less land, and they're being a little cheeky, cheeky monkeys, and they said 100% fewer cows. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Beyond Meat yep. right tell now. Me, tell me what you see. Um, I was actually trying to find the it's price. A good, looking, good looking website. It is a good website. Yep. Um, the meat looks good. Yeah, no, it is good. Am yeah. I going to freak out? I really want to try. I really, really, really want to try this because one of the issues I have when, or like in my mind, when I think about giving up meat is giving up a burger. Yeah. No, giving up a burger is such an essential part. <laughs> a burger is not, nothing better than a burger. Nothing better. Sometimes I, sometimes I'm like, I just want a burger. Like I don't want anything else. Yeah. I know that Noah, but no, I know you but, have to think about the life of the cow that you're eating. You're yeah. literally eating something with a consciousness. You do you think that your dog has consciousness? Yes. What so does a cow have a consciousness? It probably does. Okay, so you're eating something with a consciousness. I mean, we when we were surviving on the on the plains of Africa, right? We had to eat meat. It was just more it was available, basically. We had to survive, right? You never know, like when one day to the next, you know? You want to get to that next Neanderthal party and fucking rage. Okay, you gotta survive on the plains. Now, in modern life, we can make a choice. We can choose not to eat meat. And especially with this new technology that we're just talking about, like impossible You can move the suffering. And the Beyond Burger, yeah, you can move the suffering. So you're saying the suffering of animals is so high that you can suffer, suffer a little bit to stop a lot of suffering. We just, no, not just the suffering of animals, the suffering of the planet. It's one of the best things and the easiest things that you can do personally to help the planet is to not eat meat. So I just want to bring it back before we go to Open Kimono to the alt protein conference I was talking about at the beginning happened this month, September 2nd, 3rd, 2020. And I'm taking a breath because I need to slow down a little bit. So at present there, there were many venture capital firms 
and big meat companies. And it's in this, the, um, the titles of the actual presentations. It's pretty funny. It sounded a little bit like it was like a giant tech conference. So like these titles are like, yeah, so I was like fair and compliant. Why your protein ingredient should address these issues by a food products lawyer. Like another one is planting forward from zero to scaling by the founder. And it's like of an eco food company. And the last one is product development in plant-based meals. So they make it like a tech. It's like tech. So it's like, it's really like a, a really a tech space. It's cool. It's cool. I wish I could have been on that, on the call. It was open to the public. Um, I, yep. I just look, I just looked up the price yep. of beyond burger, yep. by the way. Hey, we're gonna, here's what we're going to do. We're going to try all these mm-hmm. and then we're going to, we're going to circle back to this. Sure. Yeah. On a future podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. Tell people what we think. Burgers and beef combo pack. Okay. You get 10 patties mm-hmm. and two one pound beef packages. Just, just concentrate on the 10 patties. Okay. Yeah. You get 10 patties for $54, $55. How much? Okay. So we're looking at about Ooh, math is hard. So we're looking at about five, five, $5 a patty okay. for a frozen patty. But if, if I was full that's with not, that, that's fine. Well, I, I know, but, but if, if I got full with that, mm-hmm. if I was like, I'm good, I'm full of that five, $5 patty, it'd be fine. But I'm, I'm guessing that I probably need one and a half. If I were to guess, like, what do you, I mean, you've been eating veggie for longer. What do you think about the patties? Yeah. Um, you need, I mean, that's the thing is that you right now, your diet, right. Is based so much off of the, you, you don't realize how much your diet is based off of the texture of eating meat. Right. And without sure. that texture of eating it, you don't feel like you have a complete meal. What do you miss the most? Oh my God. I would Let's love go to open kimono, by the way. Let's just go to open kimono. Okay. We're in open kimono. Okay. What do you miss the most? I would, I a fried chicken sandwich. I would die for a fried chicken sandwich or a juicy, juicy burger with blue cheese and bacon right now. I mean, I would die for it, but the thing is that I know I'm doing something great for the planet and like, that's what I want to do with my life. Right. So it's fine with me. Do you think that you can replace that blue? If you can get a little bit there with the blue cheese stuff with the beyond burger. When you, we, we really need to try about this. Yeah. No, I've tried the Beyond Burger. It's great. And we're going to do more about this stuff. But don't kid yourself. Like, you you miss the texture a lot, too. And the, more than the, just the juices. Like, the, the masticating, you just don't get that from plants, really, at all. But I'm going to ask you a question, Nova Kimono. How do you live with the hypocrisy okay. that you the have par- a, the, the paradox, please. The, the hypocrisy that you have a nature podcast, right, about protecting the earth. Yeah, here it is. And yet you choose to eat and kill animals tell us about that right okay here's what i've realized okay it's a big moment for me okay the thing about eating meat okay i want to touch on this first i'm going to answer your question unlike the debate (laughs) i promise i will actually answer your question all right i want to touch on this eating meat is not just hard to give up because you want it it's hard to give up because socially it's a huge. You mean like backyard barbecues and stuff like backyard that? Backyard barbecues. Put a fucking Beyond Burger just hold on, on the stupid just, thing. Just hold on. I know backyard barbecues. Going out to barbecue. I mean, I just visited my girlfriend's family. How many barbecues have you listen. been to this summer? Just fucking listen. You've just been fuck, to zero. You barbecues. asked me a question. Oh my god. You've been to zero. Oh my god. This is a debate. This is literally the debate. This is the debate last night. You asked me a question okay. and I can't answer it. Okay. Okay. So, Mr. President, our meat is very good. We have the best meat. Shut it's, the, it's great shut meat. Up. The fake meat. All right. Hey, so basically if I told my, if I told my girlfriend's family that I didn't eat meat anymore and I wasn't going to the barbecue with them, they'd fucking kill me. Cool. I'm not saying that that's not the reason not to eat. I'm just saying that there is a social aspect to this too. And now I'm going to answer your question. How I deal with the hypocrisy. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it here first. Okay. I'm going to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to stick to it. 
I'm gonna. T- I'm literally gonna have to walk home from the reactor and tell my girlfriend this, and she's going to be very Let's upset. Hear Let's hear it. Okay, I am going to try. You're gay. <laughs> I knew it. I, yeah. I Congratulations. Am, I'm coming you. out. Yeah, <laughs> guys, it's okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. You're we accept. We accept. Yeah, we love. We love everyone. Love it. We accept it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Besides that, I'm. I am going to try and give up red meat. Okay. I, I'm gonna make a small change. Okay. I'm going to try and give up red meat and I'm going to try and go with just chicken. Mm. Okay. I, I, there is still suffering from what I'm eating for sure. A ton. I thought you'd be happy with like even a little change. I mean, chicken, it's like they're not treated any better. The chickens are treated worse. No, they're I, like the worst. I understand. I understand. But for, for the environment, the thing that's really hurt, obviously it's still bad. It's still bad eating the chicken. I understand that. There's different levels of this though. And you have to be excited with some progress. I, I mean, but are you just going to replace the red meat that you're taking away with chicken? No. that's not no progress. No, 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 no. No, I'm going to try and cut back. I'm going to try and cut back on all the meat. That's really what... You should just eat less meat in general. Who cares? You eat chicken and you eat... eat. No, no, no. It does matter though. No. it to, That's wrong. Red Okay, red meat. Red meat has a high environmental impact. So does chicken. So does chicken, but not as high as red meat. Not even close. Not even close to as high as red meat. Because you just need less space for the chicken. I mean... the that is just such a uh, arbitrary conceptualization. I feel it's not just arbitrary. It's meat. actually statistically okay. Red meat has a higher environmental impact. Yeah, but I'm I'm worried. What you're gonna do is you're just gonna replace the red meat on your dish with chicken and be like, okay, I did it. Okay, how much chicken can I eat a week? Just can you just eat one meal one meal a week with chicken? Just only one meal of meat. Yes, that's what we have to get to. When in the flexitarian diet, you were just talking. Let about. me get there. Yeah. Let, let let me let me get there slowly. Like you're just you're ripping the rug. You're you're like I'm like an addict, and you're just you're taking the hair you're taking the heroin away. I'm gonna just, die if you take all the heroin away at one I time. I want to say something about you. Okay, do it. Here's the thing. At some point in life, you have to look inside and say these are my values. I like and it. right now we have a nature podcast. So I'm gonna say this: live your brand. <laughs> live. Your I, brand. What, but am I not doing that by starting to 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 give up the meat? By by even by by starting on this journey. You can start. I'll I'll be watching you. By starting on this I'll journey, wa- I'll be watching and judging every step of the way. Absolutely. Okay. Shout, shout outs. Okay. Oh, we're done. Yeah. This is an incredibly long episode. Very interesting episode for us. Weird one. Weird one. Weird I one. liked it. Yeah. Different. Different. But I just, it's, it, how do you not have a heavy kind of vibe? It's a heavy topic. It's a sad topic. It's not, it's not a sad topic because we are, we're changing. The world is changing to be meatless, which we should be, I feel. Okay. Well, let's give some shout outs here. First of all, shout out. I have one more thing to say. God damn it. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Um, the, the ham, also the health aspects. I didn't realize the health aspects. I didn't realize how bad red meat is for your health. I'm just telling you something I learned. Didn't know, didn't know it. Yeah. Now I know it. Okay. Well, I could say all the stats. I mean, I could say that, you know, 26% of Earth's landmass is converted to agriculture. How inefficient it is. It only uses 3% of its feed, but you don't really care. You just want to eat meat anyway. You're like, whatever. I'll vote for Trump. I just, I, I just said I'm giving, up, I'm giving up red meat. Okay. Shout outs, please. Okay. Shout outs. Shout out to Ahmed for doing Noah. Shout for putting out, him shout in the hospital. Shout out to Ahmed for doing me. Middle East for man. doing me. For doing me on the, on the soccer field. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Sarah's boyfriend. Shout out to Sarah's boyfriend. Hey, shout out to all the love we've gotten from the listeners. Shout, shout out to, to Mike love. Larson getting his own wood shop. Shout out to non-suffering. Shout nope. out to non-suffering. Hey, you know what? And a shout out to, you know, some people starting on the journey to progress. Adam. Where can they find us? Okay, guys. Is there anything you can do for this podcast? And you like it. If you like this podcast, hit the subscribe button. 
And if you really like it, give us a rating on iTunes. Put something really weird in there. Like Noah should give up me and live his brand. Okay. Adam is being too tough on Noah. Put that in there as well. Adam, talk about living, living brand. Adam uh, didn't rescue a dog and had a breeder dog. So breeding. is Adam actually living his brand? Support you could ask that. the economics of healthy breeding. Guys, we love, we you. love you guys. Give us that fucking rating. God damn it. We love you. See you next time. Thank you.